This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we are on the podcast. It's a lot of us, quite frankly. Al's 20 feet from me, and I'm here. And uh, we were on from 545 to 6, did the show with Boomer and Craig. And, well, let's do a podcast, why don't we? What's up? I just cleaned up a whole bunch of Metamucil packets where uh, Boomer threw the whole box at Craig's face today, which Craig was able to block with his hand. He was. But then a lot of the packets went flying out of there. I did enjoy uh, the slow motion replay that yes, CBS that was... Sports Network. They have done, by the way, and no, trust me, no one from there is listening to this, so it's not like we're kissing ass. They have done, I thought MSG did a good job with the show. CBS Sports Network has done a terrific job with what the show looks like and the add-ons they have during commercial breaks, when we do moment of the day, when they're ready to roll, um, they—it's really a—it's a good partnership. Mainly when they uh, start using now the uh, Boomer and Carton warm-up show video of you and I. <laughs> I that's that. when they've really stepped you their like game that. up. Yeah, that's been a nice job. Did by they them. run any of those today? I saw. I can never tell whether it's act- from where I sit in the studio. I can't tell if it's actually on the air, right? Or they're just previewing it in uh, in some type of production room, mm, so okay. I'm not sure. Good question. All right. Fair enough. All I, I know, know is either. you look very tan from being in Florida, and you were wearing a black shirt. Yes. I look very not tan, well, and I was, wearing, Alaska. I was wearing a white shirt. Yes. So we looked very much like polar opposites color-wise sitting next to each other. It here. had an interesting look to it, no it doubt. It did. So we're giving away these intimate evenings with Doc and Daryl, uh, which is going to be in Jersey Tomorrow night, I forget whatever. Thursday happened. night, right. so Starland Ballroom. Now, I know you're a Met guy, um, especially from the 80s, and I was a huge Daryl Strawberry fan growing up. I still am. You know, when I see the replays, sadly, on Yes, of Daryl's three home run game, I'll still, I remember where I was in the car when he hit his second of the three that night. So it's actually weird how wrapped up I get in it. I, was, I know where I was when his suspension, when he was with the San Francisco Giants came out. And I remember I was crushed then, and I was like 17 or 18 years old, and it still bothered me. But... I'm with Craig on this. What in the hell is the 30 for 30 possibly going to bring to us that we don't know? And I only say it from the standpoint of there was a really good book written and co-written by Strawberry. And it went all the way back to his days at Crenshaw High School and his growing up and his brother becoming a cop and what a mess he was and the basketball player and the drug use and they should have won more, blah, 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 blah. Then there was another book that came out, Doc and Daryl. And it repeated all the same crap, but added in Doc stuff. You as a Met fan, is there anything more salacious that you want to even hear at this point? 
I don't know, but all I know is from my history of watching these 30 for 30s, I always find out new information. You always learn something from them. Yeah, if it's in the way it's presented, if it's in who they're talking to about it. Uh, I actually heard the director, I think it was the director, who, he also did the one on uh, Bo. Okay. On Bo Jackson. I actually heard him on uh, Ron Bennington's satellite radio show yesterday. He was being interviewed. Could you repeat that? At Ron Bennington's satellite radio program. So uh, that guy was a guest over there at Sirius. And uh, so I was listening to that. And the people who have seen the preview of this episode are really moved by it. Really? And I don't know what it is if we've not seen those two guys together talking about it. Supposedly in this film is the first time that uh, Daryl Strawberry asked Dwight Gooden where he was for their parade. See, I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. How is that possible that 30 years later they've never discussed it? I don't know, but those two guys in particular, like I'm a very, I'm a very unforgiving person, right? And, and especially of things from my childhood. So it bothered me when those two guys, when we found out all the things that were going on in their lives, and uh, I actually was living in in Tampa in 1995. During one of Doc Gooden's many spells with drugs where he had to do community service, he did a thing every week at our radio station. Really? Yeah. So I was was 26 at that time. And uh, being a huge Met fan, I thought, boy, this would have been great if I was interacting and working with Doc uh, for different reasons. Because it did lose something for him, even back then, which was exciting to be interacting with him uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, whether it was playing catch in the hallway with him just until he went on the air, it still lost something for me because I know of all their, and I don't know, I just, that we've had him here a number of times. We've had uh, Strawberry here a number of times. Doc Gooden still doesn't seem right to me. Well, we, we've talked about that. So I don't know that you're going to get the full truth until that until everything gets right with him. That's fair. You know, so, so there's always something new that can pop. But I guess but yeah. going back to my question is, not so much that they might not uncover more stuff. Do you really want to hear it at this point? I guess maybe that's more. Like, do you want to hear that he had another drug-induced night in Tampa that we otherwise had never heard of? Before? Yeah, I mean, I guess if it wasn't a 30 for 30, no. But because of their history of doing such great films... I'm interested in it. And I'll tell you one thing, too. And, boy, we're just gloating about everybody today. <laughs> I watched the uh, on Sunday a piece by Jeremy Schapp. Not a 30 for 30, but one of these investigative type of pieces. E, an E60, Jeremy? It might have been. I, don't, I honestly don't know. There's so many different kinds. I don't know what they are anymore. But it was a Jeremy Schapp piece, piece which clearly I imagine they uh, shot when they had that baseball game in Cuba back in March. And it was all about the Cuban baseball team when they were trying to bring major league baseball to cuba and the entrepreneur from havana that built with his own money a baseball stadium they had a i guess it was a minor league team they were trying to make a a major league team i might have that wrong but something along those lines and they wound up winning their championship for whatever league they were in and then fidel castro just assumed we'll take the stadium now we'll take this and then they moved the team to jersey city a Cuban team? A Cuban team. I think Louis Tiant was part of it. Now, he came to America, became a great major league ball player in the Hall of Famer. But there were a couple of guys 
that opted to stay in Cuba because of family. One guy, and I don't remember his name, stayed because of a girl who he wound up marrying. She died young, unfortunately, in her 30s. And he talks about how he would love just once to get together with these guys so he can die in peace or whatever. But just a great story and, and production put together. So, yeah, you're right. They do a good job with those things. But I don't know. The Doc and Daryl thing, I, I, I've read so many books on them. Be a I'll good, be interested, This will be a good test to see if the if 30 for yeah. 30 can break through. Because it, I'm, I'm, I'm of the thought that I don't know that there's anything I want to know or anything that will surprise me. I so. felt the same way about the O.J. Simpson case. I followed that thing. I read books on it. I was locked in every day with it. And then this enormous 30 for 30 came out and i learned tons of new things that yeah, I, I, I had see, not I haven't recovered. seen any of it yet i, I watched it's it been all. on a couple of times and my kids walk into the room and i change it because i don't need you know, six you... and 11 year olds looking at murder scenes and ah. yeah and they do show very graphic i know the murder scene photos all right why don't we lo- lighten this up all right quite Jerry. frankly this is too serious oh, for this, uh, let me podcast. see what i have then for you give you me know, some give me a pornography story I'm you sure know you have something like I, that. I certainly do right here in my hands shocking uh, Pokemon Go, you know, is the very popular app game for your now, telephone we've been talking no about. no way we're tying Pokemon to a pornography That's study. That's true, Jerry. Our friends at xhamster.com. Xhamster? That's right. It's what, very now, similar to Pornhub. Okay. So I hear. Oh, sure. So you hear. I wish you guys could see his face right now. xhamster.com, Jerry. In the last five days when Pokemon has exploded... We have seen a giant shift in porn searches. Interesting choice of words. Our top searches, which usually were MILF, teen. Oh, teen, come on, dude. <laughs> and interracial have been replaced with searches for Pokemon, Pikachu, Hentai, and anime. Hold on. Wait a minute. That's right, Jerry. So you're telling me mm-hmm. people want to see the Pokemon characters having sex? Yes, or anime type characters. That's what does very that mean, big. Anime? anime is like adult cartoons. Oh, cartoons. Like Japanese cartoons. That's right. So instead it's of funny searching, you say that because this morning, uh, while I was in the newsroom, mm-hmm. uh, I was looking for Craig promoted that uh, at seven thirty. That at eight thirty, I was going to have sound that you had to hear. Right, you great sound, and I'm looking at you like I got nothing. Yes. So I went out there and. Excuse me. I heard him do the, uh, what's his name, Snacks Harrison story about how he skipped his honeymoon. So I went out there and I started searching no honeymoon for us and YouTube looking for maybe some women that we really upset about it. I never, one thing that came up was this cartoon sexual video about no honeymoon. I don't know what the hell I was watching. All of a sudden I'm out there looking for sound and I see two cartoon characters doing doggy style. Right. I'm like, I could get fired for this. Yeah. That's, so I, I clicked off that. It's very big in pornography. They have sexual videos of, like, the Simpsons characters <laughs> or <a> Family <laughs> Guy characters. And people get turned on by they that? They do. Do you? I do not, no. I, I don't know what it... I don't know, but some people really love... And anime is a whole thing. Interesting. I didn't know... I don't understand you get turned on by cartoon characters. Yes, people do. Not huh. me, Jerry. I get turned on by humans. Human love, actually. Love. Human love? <laughs> the hell has happened to you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Turn into James Taylor in front of my eyes. That's right, Jerry. Human love. So, Pokemon. So, be careful when you're uh, searching for Pokemon. 
that you don't find the pornography Pokemon. I will say it looks like ex hamster Jerry is giving Pornhub a rub for, a run rub a run for a their rub, money rub. Uh, in the um, you know in the study search study yes the and studies. now the one Craig always talks about is Red Tube. Do they do studies? They don't appear to have any scientists working at Red Tube. But uh, evidently, uh, X Hamster was sick of Pornhub getting all the press. Now, so they jumped right on this. Good job by them. I always tell you, sometimes my wife will, you know, whatever. I don't hide anything. Sometimes she'll be over my shoulder looking. I don't care. Uh, but I showed you the one about the breast study we did a couple weeks ago. Maybe I didn't tell you. It was with Eddie Scazzeri, where there was the one about American women having the biggest breasts in the world. No, I missed this and study. Then, yeah, I think yeah, I think that was the Wednesday you were out. And then... So Wednesday afternoon, after the podcast had been released, someone had sent me a link. Later that day, there was the study was in the it was online basically, and someone sent me a picture of the New York Post, which did the story on it. So I hit the link because he wrote, "Ha ha, you guys were ahead of the curve again." So I hit the link, and on my phone pops up two huge breasts that had like a tape measure running across the nipples. And my wife just walks by and she takes a double take. She's like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, would you like to look at it? Because this is not what you think it is. Right. It's kind of funny. Um, and I have no idea where I was going with this. I lost my train of thought. But anyhow, damn, I forgot Scientists. what I was saying. No. Oh, so when we were away, there's a strip club that we, I still follow them, Sapphire, because they did some stuff with us years ago You now. follow them on Twitter? Yeah, they followed me. I followed them back that day, and I've never, whatever. So you see, there was one that popped up when I was away last week, a tweet from them. And it was, hey, so-and-so is going to be here on whatever day. Or right, whatever. So I clicked on her thing. and it Her came Twitter up, profile? Yeah, I don't remember her name. And her, she, I guess, did some stuff with Brazzers. And so I clicked on that. It's, holy Jesus Christ. Yeah, you I got. Mean, wow. That's all I'll say. You got thrown around. You got, uh, you got caught I got in a thrown, loop. And that's, by the way, it was fine because she happened to be gorgeous on in every sense of the word. But. I'm like, all right, let's turn this off. Yeah, you got to shut that off, Jerry. Yeah, and I don't think my wife saw that one, but um, yeah, a couple of those links could take you to some weird places. Yeah, I didn't so realize. So we've got Brazzers, right. RedTube, X-Hamster, and what's the other one? And Pornhub. Porn and you porn. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Come on. That was an early on one. That was like one of the first ones. And well, the, you really uh, the other know your porn sites. No, no, I just, I read. I yeah, do but a that lot just rolled right off the tongue. I just do a lot of reading. Yeah, you Well, porn. Howard Stern talks about you porn a lot. He's uh, he's on that one. He's, he's locked, on that no, one. No, no, he's like locked in on that There's one. There's not Stern. Now, let me ask you this a good question. Are there any videos of people acting like Howard Stern? Yes. Stop it. Yes, they do. Oh, there God. is. Jerry, if you're going to be playing this Pokemon Go on your cellular telephone, yeah. may I recommend a updated case for your phone? <laughs> you can recommend that, but where am I finding that? Can I also recommend that you purchase that at touchofmodern.com? <laughs> yes, you can. Because they have it. iPhone cases, your Samsung. What do you have, like a Samsung, Jerry? I have a Droid. A Droid. Yes. I don't even know if they have cases for those, yes, quite frankly. They do. Oh, they do. Okay. Yes. Then you can probably get those at touchofmodern.com also. They also have, I don't know, Jerry, things for your wall, sexy. I call it sexy home decor. I know you are locked in on this sexy home decor. Yeah, because for years I had no idea what to put on my walls. Right. Because normally a wife would take care of that. I don't have a wife. No, nor have you ever. I've never had a wife. Right. 
So it's really amazing you don't have bare white walls. Yes. Yeah, so well, for a long time, I did have bare walls. And then, like, I'd have pictures of, like, Mets players. And then at some point, I'm like, how old am I? I'm not 16 I'm anymore. I'm not 16 anymore. I can't have Sports Illustrated posters on my wall. By the way, really nothing wrong with it, though. But it is looked down upon. Well, when a girl comes over, yeah. Yes, or other adults. Oh, look at that. You've got posters of men on your wall. Oh, look, it's Jim McMahon from the 85 Bears. Great. <laughs> uh, hold on. I didn't mean you were still going to have posters from your childhood on oh, the wall. Oh, <laughs> newer ones. I figured you'd have Noah Syndergaard on your wall. Oh, I see. I have a problem like kind of looking up to current day athletes that are younger than me. I so, don't disagree with that at all. So I still go for the guys from my childhood. That being said, Jerry, I needed to put actual, like, art on my walls. Yeah, sure. And I found great stuff at touchofmodern.com. I found something even better than wall decor at touchofmodern.com. A massager? Have you ever... uh, They do have those. Have you ever gone out, though, with your girlfriend and... You want to have a couple of drinks, but you know you're driving. Right. It's kind of like, ah, you don't want to go nuts because you can't. Well, what if you got yourself a high-end smartphone breathalyzer? How about I have seen these. Yeah. You know where you get them at? touchofmodern.com. Bang. That's it's right. a breathalyzer, Jerry. You attach it. Less than $70, Al. Is that right? And you're right. You attach it to your phone, you blow into it, bang, you know what your level is. That's less than the price of one drink <laughs> at, a, at a really expensive <laughs> bar. By the way, sadly, mm-hmm. you're not far off. There was I was at a baseball game last week, as you know, in Tampa. Do you know how much one bottle of beer was? Now, this is Tampa. There's nobody there. Seven fifty. Ten and a quarter. Ten and a quarter. A bottle of beer that, that doesn't even have lot. the same alcohol content that a normal bottle has. Then again, if you had yourself the high-end smartphone breathalyzer, you right. know you would know that. You would instead of spending ten and a quarter on alcohol, spend it at touchofmodern.com. <laughs> right now, listeners can get immediate access to these deals that we're talking about by signing up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow they always change up the products. Always have new things coming in, old things going out. Keeping you up to date. It's something you should be checking every day. And may I also recommend the app for your phone. Yes. It makes it very easy to browse. It's a must-have. Do you think we could do a 15-minute podcast just based around items that we promote on touchofmodern.com? Yes, or I do. Clumsy Elves. What was that one? I don't remember Tipsy that Tipsy Elves. Tipsy Elves, right? yes. We could do it on that. We got all these. Harry's. Cool, right. All these products. I think we could actually do a podcast Probably. On it. Probably so. It may come to that someday. There's a couple in Long Island. Who, Having uh, crazy sex. No, no. Oh. This is, Jerry, I don't only have sexual topics. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, no, this is different. There's a couple in Long Island. A Lawrence, style. Lawrence, New York, they call it. Right. They built their dream home in 2005. Oh, okay. With actually a home that they designed. Okay. They designed the architecture for it. That's what neat. the house would look like right. from the outside, how it looks on the inside. A kind of a unique looking house. I'm looking at the photos right here. Okay. You can't see them. You're on a podcast, Jerry. I can't see them. The problem is now, all these years later, 2016, less than a mile from their home, they happen to be driving by someone's house who was building the exact same house. Really? How about that? As theirs, Can less than a mile away. There it is. Yeah. I mean, by the way, it looks like a house. Yeah, but it has kind of unique windows and unique peaks up I mean, get top. over yourself. That's what So I they're suing this other couple that's building a house that looks like they're saying that they copyrighted their house plans because well, they wanted a unique home. And here, less than a mile away, someone is taking their house. If indeed that they did go through all the legal procedures to copyright the plans mm-hmm. and the design, then they'll win. Mm-hmm. 
Is that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. I mm-hmm. think they would win that case. It could be. So that is uh, something. Now, if I wanted to build a house that looked just like the Reco house, would you? Would that be okay with you? I don't care. You don't care. I do not care. Are my, you in, there's nothing unique about my house. Are you in one of those neighborhoods where the homes all look alike? No, or they actually, different? no. Um, there are several different models. And yes, they do repeat, um, but it's not every house is not the same and, by any stretch. And did you look for that when looking no, for a neighborhood? I, dude, my, huh. we moved out of complete necessity and because of it wound up taking a bad deal. I could not stay awake driving home all the way to Point Pleasant. We needed to come at least 30 to 35 miles more north. Uh, I really wanted to move to Old Bridge uh, and to that area. We did not find. We found one house I like. My wife didn't. And it was getting to a point where I had to do something. This house we found, and we only bought it for the space because it was we only it was only me, and my wife, and Matthew at the time. And uh, doctors had actually told us we would not have any more children, so we, we it was huge for three people. And then uh, the little guy came along six years later, which we didn't expect, and it doesn't work for us. But it's a house that needed so much work that it just is one of the worst decisions. I'm not going to say I regret it because. You make decisions, you live with them, but it's one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life. It's not haunted, though, right? It's not haunted. And what's funny is one of the only arguments I've ever had, I think, honestly, that I've only had my my wife over money, and it's not that it was necessary money, it was more the decision. When we were sitting in the real estate agency and we're about to sign the papers to buy the house, I said to her, I'm like, I got a bad feeling. I don't want to do this. So it was not a happy signing day. It really wasn't for me. Uh, it was because I knew I was going to be closer to work, and I thought that would alleviate a lot of my problems. But it wasn't because I said, she goes, well, what, do you, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. I just have, you ever just get a gut feeling that something's not right? She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, you're 25. How do you not know what that means? It's a gut <laughs> feeling. How do you, you've never had a, just a feeling about something? Right. No, not in this case. And I knew she just wanted the house and whatever. She was closer to her friends, and that was good for everybody. And I said, I really don't think we should do this. And... I'll be damned if I don't remind her every year something effing goes in the house when I say, I told you I had a feeling about this house. They always say, trust your gut. Yes, and that's what I said to her at the real estate agent but agency. S- some people don't want to move into a neighborhood where all the homes look alike. Oh, well, a lot of people call them cookie-cutter developments, yeah. and I don't care about that. Me neither. The house we lived in, in Point, near Point Pleasant was like that. And you know what? The house was phenomenal. It was, it was within... It was built, we moved in in 99 or 2000, 2000, we moved in, lived there for three years, and the neighborhood was built in 93. It was awesome. Everything was new. There was never a problem. So those people, F off. Yeah, and I'm in a condo. Everything looks the same. Yes, and that's fine. It's not like it's a barracks. I mean, it's condos. They're nice. Houses that look the same, they're fine. So if someone wants to replicate my house, go for it. I don't care. If someone wants to buy my house, please contact me. You got my email address. And doctors told you Twitter. just out of the blue you weren't going to have more children or you had uh, asked not, them? Uh, no, that was a question that had to be asked. Oh, I see. <laughs> no, we didn't just go for a physical. I was going to say, the way, you're not having kids. Awkward. Very we already awkward. had a kid. You did, right. Correct. Matthew. So uh, let's just say they said the chances of having a second kid were slim to none. Wow. Yes. So exactly. mi- kind of a miracle, baby. Uh, you could say that, sure. And it's worked out fine. Yes. But, yes, yeah, so anyone wants my house, uh, it's for sale. tweet me. Uh, hopefully in the spring it will be, but if anybody's interested, I'll okay. take offers now. Wow. Did a lot of work in the house. If I was a real estate agent, I'd jump right on that. Live I'm, where Jerry Recco lives. I'm listening. Hmm. Matter of fact, I'll make a deal with you. 
one real estate agent instead of 5% will make it 4% and you get to keep the entire 4%. How about that? Wow. Just made yourself more money as a real estate agent. Listen, I hope some real, I hope the people at Weikert are listening to this right now. <laughs> Coldwell Banker Moves. <laughs> ERA. Did I ever tell you I went to be a Weikert real estate agent once? Oh my God. And Eddie mocks me for wanting to do different things. Yeah, when I was- You've uh, tried everything. Yeah, when when the radio thing wasn't looking great and I was back here, I went to a uh, seminar. How'd that go? A Weikert, well, I didn't go back after right. lunch. <laughs> It's like a cult, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, and they're not, but they feel like it. It just seemed like, well, if anyone can do this, yeah, which is well, the way they're making it seem. If the market's good, it's easy. You make a lot of money. Yeah. If the market's bad, it's a tough job. I just would, I could just really just sell one like $10 million house oh, you, in a you year. You want to be a premier real estate agent selling in Coltsneck, New Jersey yes. or Rumson. Because I just need to work on one house. Got it. I got to go. Otherwise, okay. this is going to end because we're going to get fired from right, doing it. I'm going to miss an update. Coming up next, if you missed it, right. this morning's warm-up with me and Al. Otherwise, see you tomorrow. Adios. Adios. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, it is, and Boomer and Carton coming up in 17 minutes. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, did you get caught up in home run derby last night? I did not, but here's what I did get caught up in when I uh, heard it this morning. Uh, Harris Allen's update coming in. I'm driving in, and he tells me that uh, Stanton hit 61 home runs yeah. in what? how long a period? An hour? No, a couple hours. A couple hours? Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, to me, if I'm a Marlins fan, like, if this was Cespedes hitting 61 home runs... I'd be like, why is this guy wearing himself out for Friday? <laughs> like, if he comes back Friday and is terrible, you know here this radio well, station would be 24-7 with people complaining that why is this guy taking 61, hitting 60 home run home runs in an hour? All right, a couple of things. One, he had a monster series against the Mets. So you could say maybe he was building up to it, and they did win some games last week, or at least... Uh, he did well in that series. Oh, okay. uh, the other thing you could say is, and I think to your point, I could be wrong about this. Wasn't it David Wright that was in the uh, home run derby years ago? And it said, it, I don't want to say he said it, but it kind of messed up his swing yes, after that. that is and some right. guys have not done it since. That having been said, John Carlos Stanton has had a miserable season with the batting average, but the power numbers, I think he's now 20 or 21 home runs and 50 RBIs are starting to come around. So maybe this is the start of something good for him going forward. Now the thing, I, yes, the thing I do like about the baseball All Star Game versus all these other ones is the guys seem to want to play in it. Now you're a big MLB Network kind of guy; you watch it twenty four seven. Well, not twenty four. Are there big name guys that you think are not uh, participating in this game because they just don't want no, to? No, they, I they think don't. Injury only. Yeah, I think everybody's only. happy to be a part of this. Yeah, like now even, Cespedes is not there. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know if he's rehabbing. He wanted to go on vacation. Maybe he didn't want to be part of it. I don't know. But he is hurt. And Terry Collins actually said, and we'll play the clips with Boomer and Carton coming up this morning. He actually said on MLB Network yesterday that they might have to make a DL decision on Cespedes Friday if he's, not in, if he's not better with the quad. So maybe that's why he's not there. But for the most part, you watched last night, all the guys that aren't playing or participating in the home run derby, but are in the game, were there. It was very much like um, the slam dunk contest, where the guys that are in the All-Star game for the NBA are there cheering the guys on. They've all got, you know, their funny little things they're doing. Uh, so, no, very much it's, it's well attended, and guys seem to want to be there. And why not? It's San Diego for a few days. Right, and, and even, like, the starting pitchers feel like they're honored to be leading their team and facing these. Uh, and now I'll check that out tonight, because yeah. I, I like to see the – Great pitchers face the great hitters. I've always liked with the All-Star game, going back to when I was a kid, I always, and it's different now because we see it more with TV and 
with satellite and ESPN's got games and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I always love the introductions of the All-Star game. When you see all the different players in one lineup on either side of the field in the baseline, always thought it was really cool. So it was a good start last night. I mean, it is what it is. And people are mocking those uniforms, but I they love are. those old Padre Ugh, uniforms. Really? They yeah. look terrible. The mustard and brown. What a combination, Jerry. You don't see that a lot in sports. Brother, what are you looking at? I look at myself in the monitor. Okay. That's it's like it's kind of my, annoying. Oh. Yeah. I have. I didn't know I was doing it. You pointed that out to me yesterday. <laughs> Why? Because you see it on TV. I'm looking at you. You're looking that right. way. I'm not good at eye contact yeah. in general with human beings. You're not good at many things. Um, Daniel Murphy. Remember we had this conversation yesterday with Boomer and Craig, which is why I'm going to play it. Uh, a couple of things happened yesterday. He was on uh, an MLB network with Al Leiter and Pedro Martinez and a couple of other guys, and it was pretty good. He was there for eight or nine minutes. I'll play a couple of clips here because Leiter asks him, what Craig was talking about, about being humble, how Craig wouldn't be. Here was the uh, the answer from from Daniel Murphy with the question, I believe. You're a little bit of, hey, boys, you could have had this. No, I don't know. See, cause, I like, know you're not going to say it. No, you can be I'm humble. Say it. Okay. Because, because, because Neil Walker's having a really good season. <laughs> now, Neil Walker's having a nice season. He's not batting 348 with 100 home runs and a bunch of RBIs, so very humble. The other thing that was interesting, which Boomer and I were arguing with Craig about yesterday, was the fact of where he's hitting in the lineup and why Steven Matz threw him a pitch he could hit the other day, hit it for a home run, and we saw because you got Bryce Harper up, you don't want to walk him. Here was Murphy basically saying that yesterday. Always nice to hit in front of Bryce Harper as well, too. So, <laughs> Getting a lot of heaters? Oh, my goodness. Right. That's the point. He's seeing good pitches over the middle of the plate, and he's killing them. Yeah, I don't understand that. What, why? why does it matter who's behind you or in front of you? Because the guys you still don't, have to throw strikes why. to get you out. Correct. But there are different ways of throwing strikes. If you have if you have hitters that are going to chase bad pitches, right, you'll probably nibble on the corner, stuff like that. Then you've got guys that have good eyes for, for strikes and whatever. You don't want to put a guy like Murphy on base because all of a sudden you're giving Bryce Harper an RBI opportunity right off the bat. So you're always worried about Harper hitting the ball to the moon. I think people should start worrying about Murphy hitting the ball to the moon too. So you think but mentally they're not throwing good pitches to Murphy? They're throwing better pitches or to throwing Murphy. Because they don't want to throw right. a ball. They're throwing more hittable pitches to Murphy because they'd rather throw to him rather than throw to Harper with someone on base and they figure they have a better chance of getting Murphy out. The problem is Murphy's hitting three fifty. And he's hitting home runs. So I don't know how that argument stands. But people will say the guy who's hitting third behind a really good cleanup hitter is going to see better pitches than a guy who's hitting eighth with the pitcher coming up next. Because if you walk him, who cares? Get it? Yes. Makes sense? So that's who I would want to be traded to, a team with a good number four hitter, Jerry. And then I would bat third <laughs> and get fastballs. <laughs> yes. It's if just, I were a player. It just goes to show you should be a lot better than the guy hitting eight with the pitcher behind you. I see. That is all. <laughs> By the way, one other thing on the All-Star game. Are you familiar with the guy Terry Crews? Terry Crews. I think that's Cruz. his name. The actor? The actor Terry Crews? I don't know who I'm that pretty is. sure. Flegelman, can you check that for me? Make what sure is it's his name, in? Terry Crews, C-R-E-W-S. Where do we know so him? So he's an actor, a very familiar face, too. And he was in the charity softball, the celebrity softball game in San Diego yesterday. And... Yeah, that's him. And Terry so, Crews. Terry Crews. Yes. If you have a second, just Google Let it, as Google you would him, say, right? Jerry. Let me see what so, his, uh, where he's done his some work. He goes to home plate with no shirt on, and he's flexing his pecs. Now you're a gym guy. I'm a gym. A Do big you? Gym how guy. many times have you stood in front of your mirror? Now Craig always talks about you know tucking the thing between your legs and right. Okay. How about you? Have you stood in front of the mirror and I'd, flexed your pecs? 
at home, I have done that. <laughs> now, well, I he see- did it in front of 50,000 people at Petco Park. Yeah, I did Google him, and I do recognize yeah, him. Very recognizable and face. He, he is very muscular. Yeah. The When we were doing that insanity workout. Well, well I, first of all, yeah, we. I did part partly. Not everybody did it. But on the day when I was doing uh, push-ups. Yeah. I did take a shirtless <laughs> selfie in the mirror. What would you do with it? I just saved it on my phone for a little while, and then I would look at it and be like, like motivation. Because they were saggy? No, no, no. I kind of felt like I was looking a little muscular. And then that whole thing fell apart I, because then, cardio. I, yeah, and then I just became too difficult. <laughs> you and Eddie. But I did take a selfie, shirtless selfie, looking at my own pecs. I wish we had video of Eddie trying to do that workout. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, quick time out. We'll come back. Boomer and Carton coming up next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in about four minutes or so. A couple of other things, Al, just quickly uh, to recap last night. John Carlos Stanton did win the home run derby. We'll have all the sound from that coming up in the show tonight. Chris Sale, Johnny Cueto, the starters for the All-Star game. Tim Duncan, we didn't mention the fact that he announced like 10.05 yesterday morning, as soon as the show went off the air, uh, the Spurs posted... What's that? It was nice of him to wait for us to be done. He working. did wait for the show to end, yes, yeah, so that you could talk about it today and get a full 24 hours out of it. But that posted on the uh, Spurs website that Tim Duncan announces retirement. I don't think we were surprised by that, but 19 seasons, five championships. Beat the Nets and Knicks, by the way, in the finals along the way at uh, one time each as well. Uh, the Giants yesterday with the announcement of Brad Wing getting himself an extension. I know you're fascinated by this. Yeah, I'm always interested when teams give uh, contracts to punters. <laughs> Why? I feel like... Not only anyone could be a punter, meaning me, I can't be a punter. But if anyone who's a punter in college can probably be a punter in the NFL. Boomer. So why give that guy three million guaranteed? Boomer what? It's a Jerry and Al podcast. <laughs> oh, I know what it is, show. but I'm looking at your face and I'm waiting for you to just chime <laughs> no, in. I'm not going to chime in about anything. Like, is I, he, I'm waiting for the commercials. <laughs> is he that much better than Steve Weatherford? Yes. Uh, well, did you away? see Weatherford punt for the Jets last year? Yeah, he got the punt one time. A couple of times, it was about thirty yards. That could be circumstantial. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm sure whether so he forgot didn't completely. Sean Landetta punt until he was fifty. Yes, I'm sure guys can still punt. I don't know why. This is they like the kid. They got him in the, through 2019. Whatever. You're spending way too much time. By the way, this. all right, you're right. We should they get to more important him. things. How about the fact in the paper today? There's a story about the Giants wearing white pants for all their home games. That's a story. That was a story. Well, because it's is the All Star break. <laughs> this is what happens. Moving on, Jordan Spieth has withdrawn from the Olympics. He's worried about the Zika, Zika. virus. So's Boomer. <laughs> Boomer's I am, but not yeah, going the, to the Brazil top either. Four golfers in men's golf, I know. not all backing out. So there you go. I did not know golf was a Olympic. It shouldn't sport. be. It shouldn't stupid. be. I agree. The Olympics have gotten stupid. Right. I mean, growing up, the Olympics were all these like n- discus. Javelin, yes, and running and sprinting the and high throw. jumping. And hammer stuff throw like is that. a great one. Right. Pole vaulting, Greco wrestling. Greco-Roman wrestling. All that stuff. All that's taken out. out of the Olympics, actually. For golf. One of the first sports ever in the Olympics is no longer. And why was that taken out? Uh, I have no idea why. Hmm. The lack of popularity. But curling is very important. Right, exactly. Which none of it makes any Bunch sense. Bunch of morons with brooms on ice. And biathlon. Stupid Canadians. Morons. Yeah, morons. <laughs> morons. Morons. They stand there. They're brushing ice with the bro- hey, with broom. Hey, morons. Come on. Yeah, we can't sport. wrestle anymore, but we can, we, can, we can clean the ice up. Good. I got a full apartment that needs some sweeping. Get going. <laughs> In Greek Olympics. Shut they, up. They, they wrestled, it's his time. They wrestled uh, naked. 
That's right. In it's the Greek Olympics, <laughs> all muscular. Yeah, you do that some time, naked man. While, we, while we do wrestling naked. Right, let's go. And naked and afraid. Jerry, you're first. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. You're who am I wrestling? Well, who am I wrestling? Yourself. Hmm. That doesn't seem fair. Uh, 1,100 pounds. Could you deadlift? I know Craig's got very strong thighs. Could you deadlift 100, no. 1,100 pounds? 980, I could. So the record, well, the, the world record's 1,100 uh, pounds. So you, right. you could That's do a close deadlift, to that. though. Oh, you you could do a deadlift? leg press. A leg press, I can. Right, we're talking about a deadlift. Oh, What's a deadlift exactly? A deadlift, right? Isn't that yes. when you just stand with Isn't the weight? Is that the uh, jerk and squat? No. <laughs> the no. clean and jerk? Clean and the jerk. The clean no. and jerk. This is What's you, a deadlift? This, you just have to get it off the ground right. and stand up it's straight. All, it's literally all leg strength. And we got to go. I threw my oh. back out dropping the deuce yesterday. You think I'm going to do a deadlift successfully of 1,100 pounds? Well, like, more of that coming up. Walk. Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.